This is Vanessa and Vanessa and, and this, this is Shit on the Table. We are a grooming podcast for groomers by groomers. We talk about the everyday life of grooming, hot topics, and tell your stories. All right. How's life been for you? Um, you know, when you asked me that, my mind went blank. Okay, so I'll tell you about mine then. Well, you talk a lot, so... So is your mind not blank now? <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. So I work really long days now. I have to condense my work day into one super long day now, which... Why did you have to do that? Okay, so in the beginning, the, my reason was because I didn't want to work two days anymore. I got, like, super anxiety working at night on Thursdays in that community because you're supposed to be out at 6 o'clock. Okay, now I remember, yeah. Yeah. And so I was working until 7, 7.30, and so my anxiety was just, like, through the roof every Thursday. Yeah. And so nobody ever said anything to me. Like, it was just me being me, but... Two, it's, it gets so dark on that street, and being the little murderino that I am, every time I would get out of my trailer, I would just, like, get stressed out, because mm-hmm. I open it to, like, darkness on the side of my trailer, and you can't see anything, and, like, that freaks me out, and, like, who knows, someone could be hiding behind my trailer, and I'd pop out, and be like, ah, rape, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's terrifying. So, I didn't like that. I didn't like being there after hours. So, when she came back, and she'll be back for a couple months, I was like, I'm just going to stick you on, like, my regular grooming day. So, like, the times will vary. And it's um, my longest day. I'll be doing seven dogs. So, and that's... Four, five houses because everybody has like singular dogs so it's four yeah plus the one mm-hmm. so yeah so that's my longest day and then every other day is just six dogs which that's kind of a lot for mobile depending on how it's like laid out so and like every other week no every so the one week is seven dogs and then the two for two weeks it's six dogs and then for the last week so that's four weeks the last week it's just her because I was only working three weeks in a month yeah and I would have the last Wednesday of the month off so now I'm actually working four weeks um and one week is her one week is seven dogs and then two weeks is six dogs each day and like my days are so predictable because I know all the dogs, the dogs are great. So it's like it's not necessarily um, a mentally hard day because you have bad dogs. It's kind of like a factory day. Yeah, my mm-hmm. days are very factory. They're just everything's the same. You know, everything's the same. So there's that. The first day, I, the first day I had to implement this was on my longest day, and so like. It was hard, but it's definitely manageable. Did I like it? Not really. Can (laughs) I do it? Yes. You know, so, but now I have to do it because my husband got a new job. So he's going to be going into the new field that he went to school for. And it's a Monday through Friday. 
so I have to change my work day to a weekend day, and now we only get like one day off as a family. And you shouldn't I, do Sunday since I work Sunday. No, no, I work Saturday. I hate working Sundays. I've always hated working Sundays, and I've always had Sunday Mondays off for the as long as I can remember, even prior to opening up my own business. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, let's see, what was I saying? So, yeah, I have to work Saturdays now, which I haven't had to work a Saturday in years. No, I take that back. I worked Saturday when I owned the business. Like, my business, but I was working it full-time. That's right. Yeah. But now I'm just so used to, like, having three days off with the family. Well, not even three days, two day, two full days off with the family. And now we're going to be down to one. And so, like, I'm a little sad, you know? I'm going to have to do a lot more on my own, like doctor's appointments, possibly, and dental appointments, and all the stuff that I would have, like, help for. It's totally worth hard to get in that new job, isn't it? Yeah. Because he works, like, I think he said 11 to 7.30 is his new shift hours. So, like, not a very convenient shift for us, but... Is what it is. We will figure out a new routine. We will implement something new. And we'll figure it out. We'll have mornings together. So there's that. And the job is like 30 minutes away from our house. So it's going to be a longer drive home. So he'll basically be home like for bedtime and that's it. So the hardest time of day for us is our nightly routine. So it'll be fun. But... (laughs) Um, so, and then in other news, like, my trailer is falling apart, and so my generator is also falling apart, because why not? And, like, it sucks, because I can't afford a new generator, so we have to figure out what's wrong with it and see if we can even fix it ourselves. So what's happening is the generator just stays revved up. But didn't you say those generators only have, like, a five-year lifespan anyway? No, I don't think so. I don't like even though they say they have like a warranty but like because you guys work them so hard doing mobile um well I've had this one probably about five years now probably and it's about that time that something needs to be repaired or replaced or yeah like I think it's a spark plug to be honest and a spark plug looks pretty fixable like easy to do and it's only one spark plug but so what's happening is it's not it's not um evening out i don't know how to like put that in like something's mechanical. not calibrated um like timing is off no like okay so when you're driving your car and you accelerate and you're um what are those what is that the speedometer? Not the speedometer. The other one that's like one, two, three, four, and like the gears. No, like it's in first gear, second gear, third gear, fourth. No, it's like has to do with like revving up. Those are gears. So like, depending on your speed or uh-huh. the amount of gas that you push on, you'll be in like first and second gear and let's say you're revving up pretty quickly you might jump from first to like fifth gear okay okay so yeah so imagine like you're driving right and it jumps up to fourth gear but once you've kind of like settled into your speed it usually drops 
Yeah. Okay. And so... Or not necessarily drops, but it, it idles in that gear. It stays in that gear because you're just maintaining that speed. I don't think we're talking about the same thing. Hold on. Are you looking up car anatomy? <laughs> I am. Hold on. Okay. Labeled. I'm looking up. It says it's labeled. So you have your your speedometer and your tachometer, and those are your RPMs. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, okay. The RPMs. Yeah, I'm like, no, I don't think it's gears. It doesn't sound right. Okay, so you know how when you're driving and your RPMs will shoot up when you start to accelerate. Yeah. And it's supposed to level out once you're settled into the gear or, or yeah, settled yeah. at your speed. Yeah. Okay, so my generator is not leveling out. It's staying at a four the entire time. And so what is that doing, right? Like, what's the issue with that? That's going to burn out something inside. It burns out the motor. Uh, yeah, probably. And I'm not talking about what is it going to do to the generator. But what's it doing, like, to make a difference for grooming, right? For, mm-hmm. me, for me to work. It's not allowing my ACs to run at full capacity. Yeah. It's not allowing, really, uh, the big ticket items inside the generator to run at full capacity and to really run at the same time. So it's been really fucking hot. <laughs> Like, it's been terrible. You were like, I got two ACs. I got two ACs. And if I turn them on at the same time, it... They don't even run at, like, fucking full mass. Uh, Half mass each, which doesn't equal full mass. You're like, back to the 80 degree weather. Mm -hmm. Sweating with the windows open. So I have to figure out... We think it's... We're pretty positive. It's the spark plug so now we have to try and find time to fix that so which is kind of cool i don't know if this is a good thing or not but we have my old old generator for parts heck yeah because i don't think they make this generator anymore at champion hoarders so (laughs) yeah we are (laughs) um but um Let's see. Okay, so. Ah, you should have went first. I have like a perfect segue into shampoo (laughs) prices. Never mind. So, um, I, I think that's really it. I think that's really it. Um, that has to do with like work. All my dogs are old. Nothing's really new. I don't have any hobbies. I can't talk about hobbies. Oh, no. My hobby is therapy. That's my hobby. So, one of my... And and making new friends who take DMT. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Apparently, there's a shaman in Vegas. (laughs) Yeah. But, no, I was asking, like, friends, new mom friends, like, what their hobbies are, blah, blah, blah. And someone did ask me, like, well, what do you do? And I was like, my hobby is therapy. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, but I don't know if I want to, like... She doesn't know I have a podcast. But I've already, like, hurt people with my words on my podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but nothing really new on that front. Yeah. Um, I feel pretty exiled. One of the natural consequences of kicking... Not kicking, but not communicating with your parents anymore is the rest of the family not communicating with you 
You just had an hour-long conversation with your grandma crying. She gets exiled all the time. So, you guys are besties. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Um, But no. So, like, that was kind of hard for a second. One of my cousins graduating high school and, like, I didn't get invited. I guess there's, like, a party. I wouldn't have gone. But, (laughs) you know, because my parents are going to be there. But, like, it would have been nice to be thought of. So, and then just another reminder, I'm not on Facebook anymore. The only reason why I have a Facebook is because we have to have it link, I have to have it active to link up to the businesses. And so, like, I actually did check in on Facebook the other day because I needed to reach out to someone. And I just, like, have all these friend requests. And then people still tag me and stuff yeah and i feel really bad it's not like i'm ignoring you i just i'm not on there i deleted it off my phone i'm on tiktok now (laughs) but you don't actually post on tiktok so nobody can communicate with you anyway on tiktok no it's Mm -mm. for your secluded enjoyment yes for my addiction i'm feeling now um and then in fun news aliens have arrived to vegas yeah, but that's not, like, new news. We had the strip club, UFO. Yeah, but they haven't touched down. This is a touchdown. They're here. Oh, my God. What if they're in my backyard right now? How crazy. <laughs> hmm. Okay, what's new with you? Um. Okay, so I started working again. And it was kind of, like... Me and my husband... Okay, so what had happened was the groomer that replaced me, right? Mm -hmm. She had moved to this area of Vegas called Mount Charleston. Damn. Yeah. So, um, she had already lived in the northwest area of Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, it was already like a 30-minute drive from where she... A 35-minute drive from where she was at to... um, our our job right yeah that's a big drive exactly so her um partner got promoted um wherever they worked and so it just kind of made sense to move to mount charleston is that where this person's job is yeah yeah her boyfriend works uh, on March, um, on Mark Mount Charleston. <laughs> he works at Mark Charleston. Like he's a, he's like a manager or something now. So, so he cool. got, yeah, he got promoted. And are so, there grooming? Is there grooming up there? Uh, she doesn't work at a grooming up there. She works at this place called Leashes, which is still northwest Las Vegas. So it's like kind of like the, it's off of Ann Road. So it's like the Centennial. It's like the area close to Mount Charleston before you get to Mount Charleston. So it's still a pretty decent drive for her Yeah. Um, from Mount Charleston. But from Mount Charleston to where we work, it would be 45, 55 minute drive. Yeah. And she did it a couple times till her last day and she was just like I can't do it so you know and her car was taking a crap anyway so it was like it was not conducive to like her future yeah um and so we so my the owners reached out to me and they're like hey listen this is the biz she's leaving and this is a week prior about a week and a half prior before she was leaving so she put in her two weeks and then they immediately contacted me because i did i did mention that i was going to start doing more days start doing more dogs kind of build myself up um and 
I had mentioned to Ray, but we weren't booking any dogs. Like there was a whole two weeks I didn't work at all. So I was going to look for jobs on my side of town. And um, mentally, like me saying that out loud doesn't mean I actually did it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so they email me and they're like, hey. Felt that. You know, word on the street is that you were looking for more work and, you know, whatever and so they just wanted to touch base so I had a meeting with the owners and first off I talked to my husband and my husband was like okay well do you want to work and I'm like kind of like I don't know what I want like to be honest like I don't know in my head what I want because like all of the mental everything I'm not processing it very well and at the same time like work kind of is I hate to say it, but like work, when you're working often enough, it kind of puts a bandaid on the, like the stuff that you need to deal with. Right. Cause yeah, you don't have time you, to like, focus. A sense of normalcy and I, like you're just engulfed. Well, I don't, I wouldn't have to worry about my mental issues. I just have to worry about getting to work and like making money. Right. Yeah. So like, it was just kind of putting stuff on the back burner. It's just kind of like one of my toxic traits. I'm like, okay, well I'm not going to address these issues and take care of these issues. I'm just going to work or do something. Right. And I couldn't figure out how to function at home. And when you're out it kind of forces you to function. Like when you're out of your zone, you ha- you're forced to do it. Yeah. Doesn't mean that this is a good thing. Yeah. Well, no, because you're just covering it. Like. Oh yeah, it's masking everything. One hundred percent. So I had my meeting with the owners, and they were like, "Hey, you know, it said that you wanted to do more work," and they had already interviewed somebody, and they had already. They had interviewed somebody, and what I was going to do is I was going to take over the week prior before they started, and then we were going to work together. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, there was going to be still two groomers, but I was going to take on more dogs this time. And I thought, well, that would work out well, because I won't have to do as many big dogs, but I can start doing bigger dogs, or I can start doing, um, you know... I... I thought I would have more flexibility working with what I, with my physical therapy, basically. You know what I mean? Like, I can work my way up into being more of a robust groomer. Yeah, you gotta rebuild your muscle. I have to rebuild everything. So, I had made my schedule where I work four days a week, and I only work a certain amount of hours, and I only take a certain amount of dogs. Yeah. So I felt like, okay, well, this will give me a lot more flexibility. Well, um, that groomer fell through. She was hired, but the day she was supposed to start, she didn't show up. I don't get why that is so common in our industry. You know what? I can't really blame anybody for doing that. And this, the reason why is, is that... She, um, word on the street is that this groomer was like dealing with no call, no shows where they were at and they wanted to be in a busier salon. Our salon is not busy. Our salon is very. So then why take the job though? I don't know. That's like, that's the whole point. Yeah. I don't care that she didn't want the position, but it's don't agree to start. I don't know. Maybe she was just applying and she said yes. And then maybe something popped up 
in between and there was no communication. She doesn't owe us communication. You know what I mean? No. It would have been nice. But just don't take the job. It would have been a courtesy. Yeah. But it's not... You don't owe anybody anything, right? Just take the job. Just be like, hey, let me sleep on it. Well, that's what she said. She's like, hey, I'll, I'll sleep on it. Oh, and so she didn't confirm the job then. She no, never she, said she yes. confirmed. She confirmed the job. She is still in our in our system. She confirmed the job. Everything was set up, and then she didn't show up the first day that she was supposed to show up. So then. Um, you know, me and the groomer who was leaving reached out to our owner and we're like, okay, well, what's going on? We do, I need to know her schedule because she's not starting for a week, but I can schedule her dogs. And I'm one of those like very courteous people where I was like, Hey, I just want to know what your schedule is. What kind of dogs do you like to do? The amount of dogs that you want to do, you know yeah, what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, how many big dogs you want to do? Like, how long it takes you? Like, I, I'm trying to get to know this person. How long does it take you to get do a Shih Tzu? I will give that time for you because we're only by appointments. Mm-hmm. And she never responded to me. She was like, "Hey," she responded to me two days later, and she's like, "Hey, I never got the email." And I'm like, "Okay, fine. This is what." what was said in the email basically and then she was like okay yeah um I'll get back to you and then she never did so then I you know the owner contacted her and she's like no I don't think I'm gonna I don't think I'm gonna come and so the owner even agreed to give her more money because she has uh, as much experience as I do years wise Mm -hmm. so um she was like okay well if you have that much experience I'll give you more money right Mm mm-hmm and she said no. Do we know this groomer? Have we heard of this groomer? Oh, no, I've never heard of her. Oh, okay. But, like, and I tried Googling her, and I didn't, uh, on Facebook and stuff like that, I couldn't find her, like, mm-hmm. in the little grooming s- stuff. Yeah. And I don't know where she previously worked, so it's not like I can, like, snoop. Yeah. And I love snooping. Yeah. Like, no harm, no foul with, like, this, per- this groomer, like, no animosity towards her, but, like, I still want to know your business beforehand. Yeah, like, for sure. who do you hate? I who do you love? I want to prejudge you before I meet you. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Of course. So, um, and, yeah, so I think Ray, the the groomer that left, I think when she said, hey, this is not that busy of a, this is not a busy salon. Like, we're not busy. We're very steady. Like, there's no rush days. There's down days. Like, because the owner doesn't advertise, right? She hasn't for, like, a year. No, she hasn't. Mm. And... Um, but honestly, we still get paid hourly. Yeah. So, like, you're still making money regardless. It may, may, may not be as much as you're, when you're grooming. And it's not for everybody, but... And I know going straight hourly is really scary for groomers. And I think that's what spooked her. Because she, I think, because that's what spooked a lot of groomers that Jen, Jen, uh, my owner, has interviewed. And every time they're like, they... I'm, she makes me sit in the inter, in the group in the interview mm-hmm. because she wants to make sure I have questions because she doesn't know anything about grooming. Yeah. So she's like, okay, well, can you come for this interview? Blah blah blah. Clock in. Let's go. And I'll sit in the interview with her, and she'll like have me give the person questions, and it'd be like a co-interview e. Yeah. And right when Jen explains the the pay, they're like, eyes get wide. 
Yeah, I can imagine. And I'm like, I'm all for it. I don't like the fact how we get paid, but like, I'm all for it, you know? Yeah. Um, With everybody on there. Our listeners get that we are pro hourly. Yeah. So um, they they just don't because they don't see like hey benefits like we get benefits at this job you get hourly you know and that's that. Like, well, and get, I don't think a lot of groomers actually sit down and take the time to figure out what their hourly pay is anyways after taxes and yeah and all the work that you do commission wise anyway yeah and take your year and find your average and that's what you make hourly throughout the year yeah so i don't think people sit down and do that yeah exactly and it all evens out in the end when you do hourly nobody benefits more than the other no like you're gonna as the owner you're gonna you're gonna profit you're gonna you're you have your profit and that's your profit Right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like you have to be within a certain range to make that profit, even if you're doing commission. Yeah. Right. So then and no more than 30 to 33 percent for payroll. Exactly. And then on commission, you're doing straight commission. You're doing dogs, but then there's still everything else. And if you think about commission versus labor, you're basically losing on, you're gaining the labor, but everything else that is like less laborious, you're losing money on. So like answering phones, cleaning, all that other stuff. You're not drive time. Drive time. You're not getting paid for that. So even if my, cleaning all that stuff exactly. you're not getting paid exactly so even if my bonus that's what we call it my, even if my bo- my hourly bonus doesn't look like 50% of that groom total it averages out in that day that I'm I'm making about 50% anyway with benefits even though I don't sign up for her benefits, but... There's still an option. There's still an option. Yeah, so... And then I make my own schedules. Anyway, besides that, <clears throat> I I think there's pros and cons when they come in for the interview because things are different. And they don't, they don't know how to handle that a lot of times, especially if they're not solo groomers or owners. Yeah. Um, and then... Because, like, we make our own schedules, we book our own dogs. We make our own schedules. We take care of our own clients. And we're not micromanaged. Sometimes managed, like, not on a micro level, but sometimes managed is nice. Because yeah. you don't have to think about anything. You don't have yeah. to think about anything. It sounds like she wants you, she's treating you as if you're 1099, but with the W-2 benefits. Yes. She's just like, go she, do what you got to do, and that's that. She's giving too much leniency to employees that shouldn't be having to do that unless she hires a lead to create a schedule or a manager to create the schedule. Or and who do already knows that. how to do it. Exactly. Yeah, who, but she needs to be paying that person appropriately to take on that extra work instead of just divvying it up to the employees and paying them a little bit above minimum to create their own schedule to order shampoos. We don't order anything. We just tell her what's out. But that's, we would eliminate having to do that as an employee if she hired a manager. Yeah, basically. But like, it's not the employee's job. Well, 
we're just left to our own devices. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, that can be kind of... Um, it's either good or bad. It's kind of stressful for certain groomers. It's just we're so small, so it's, like, it's not really that big of a deal for me. Mm-hmm. And another groomer coming in is like, oh, okay, you know. You just have... This is definitely a different environment. It's not set up like a salon. So, like, okay, so the uh, the, the new groomer didn't show up. It didn't... It fell through. And so she's in the process of interviewing. Because I... When we had the conversation of me coming back and working more, I was basically like, do not rely on me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I am not... You need another groomer. And, like, I could just be there and whatnot and just take all the money for myself and take all the grooms for myself. But, like... But you're not physically apt to do that right now. Exactly. I, I don't know if I am or not. And I told well, her I was... no, you're not. Because you told me today you I'm felt- fucking sore. I haven't worked in a year and exactly. a half. Exactly. So you're not physically capable to be working that hard. Okay, your mother. And so... So... I basically told her, I was like, I'm not reliable. I don't know how long remission is. You know what I mean? I don't know what it means to be in remission because this is like a new disease for me. This is yeah. like a new everything. Um, and I also told her, I was like, I don't know what happens if I get scratched or whatever. Like, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what what like a flare up to a certain degree looks like. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, it's not, it's not, I'm not reliable. And I told her you need to hire a second groomer anyway. And she was like, yeah, I totally understand. Um, but like, why don't you start getting back into the swing of things? We got this other groomer on the way. That was like what we all, that's what I knew when I said, yeah, I will start grooming more Mm -hmm. is that there was going to be a second groomer. And And then she fell through. So I am, Back to being myself again, solo groomer, working four days a week, certain amount of hours. But the thing is, though, is that a lot of our clientele, regardless of our hourly price, are all fucking big dogs. Mm -hmm. So I have not had a single day without doing at least one big dog. And of course, I separate the hours. So like my last day I worked was Friday. I only did two dogs. Because it was a doodle and an Aussie. I only groom a certain amount of hours. Yeah. Because I'm thinking like, oh, I'll get three little dogs and I'll be set, right? Three little dogs, four days a week. That sounds okay. You know, mix and match, medium, throwing a large here and there. That's what I was like thinking that was going to happen. That is not what happened. That is not what happened. So did you book these dogs or did someone else book these dogs? No, I booked the dogs. I book the dogs the days that I'm going to do them. And so, but there's so many of them. There's so many of them. And there are a lot, like, there's dogs I've never met because I haven't been grooming for so long, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I mix and match. Some dogs, like, will say mini doodle. Like, the Aussie that I did was, it said mini Aussie, but she's a fat cow. <laughs> Super sweet. But, like, she hadn't been in since January. So she took two hours. Oh, dang. <clears throat> yeah. It's terrible. It is terrible. So I don't know how long I'll last, <clears throat> but I'm back working. So I got stories. First story is, oh my God, this dog was booked for the other groomer. Okay. And I had to take over it. And fuck, what was that dog's name? I can't remember. It says Husky. 
Mm -hmm. right and I'm like okay fine we only have one extra large husky that comes to us and she's ancient and she's really good so I'm thinking it's like a standard husky this motherfucker comes in it's a wolf hybrid (laughs) and it has notes that like it's difficult to work with and so I talked to the owner and this dog is like a year, year and a half, maybe two years old. So it's still kind of relatively a puppy, mm-hmm. adolescent. And she, what notes were not in there or weren't like elaborated on, she kind of said more. Uh-huh. And basically was like, this is what I want. Um, but this is what the owner or the the last groomer could not do. Okay, so what makes you think I can do it? Um, and I was like, okay, well, I'll try. And she's like, I'm just giving you, like, I don't know if the what does she want done. She just wants a D shed. She just wants a D shed and like everything that comes with the, our services nails, ears, teeth. Okay. I couldn't do any of it. I could barely shampoo that dog because it was so big and he doesn't move gracefully because he is stressed out the whole time and he's howling and he's whining and i don't know and he and he's barking too Uh and it's a stress bark with with teeth and so like he's attacking the water and i'm like okay well i can't shampoo your butt so i just put full blast just to get the shampoo and conditioner off Uh i didn't scrub his ass at all it never got cleaned fully. I just kind of shot. Why does she keep trying? Um, I, I have no idea. This is the first time I met this lady. So then I was like, okay, well, I can like you can manhandle the dog when there's no grooming anything attached. So I happy hoodie got the collars, everything on. I can like move the dog, uh-huh. but like when there's anything grooming involved, it is a nightmare. So then drying it was a nightmare. Brushing it was fine. I could not brush its ass because he would like pop back. And I'm like, I'm not getting bit today, bruh. Can't do its feet. Can't do its nails. I like, like, you know, where you kind of go underneath and you just take the clipper and just see if you could tap the toes and just kind of quickly cut the tip of the nail off. No, I've never done that, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I tried doing that to see if he would react. I don't have any muzzles that will fit him because he's so fucking big. Oh my god. This dog was past my hips. I am 5'4". I am a very average sized human being and my hips are actually higher than everything else because I'm like really oddly I'm just oddly. Anyway um, this dog went past my hips to like my midsection. It was part his wolf. His rib cage? My rib cage. No his rib His cage. head. Oh his head. Okay. His head. So like his shoulders was like at my hips. Huge wow. dog. He was like 180 pounds furball and I barely could get anything done. So I got the dog pretty dry. I worked a total of 80 minutes on that dog and I called the mom. I was like, I'm sorry, but this is a two person dog. I can't do it. You need to come get the dog. So I just charged her for that time and I just charged her for the time and I sent the dog home. I couldn't do anything. It was like, it sounds like you did everything but not very well no it was it was all half-assed <laughs> there was there was any time he fought it was done yeah but at least i tried you know because he's young he needs to be taught and i was like he he's a two-person dog i think if there was two people how old's the dog um a year and a half two years oh why yeah. do i think he's just old no he's not because i would talk about this giant husky that we get like a malamute mm. and she's old she doesn't stand but she's super good so that was that that was like the dog of my nightmares um, everything else was a pretty smooth week. I mean, I was slow on everything, but it was pretty smooth. 
So then, yeah. And then, like, I didn't realize that there was no, um, like, shampoo. And I was like, hey, I don't know if you know, like, we're running low on shampoo. And so she's like, yeah, I put in an order for this, this, and this, but um, I'll order more of this. And ordering shampoos and conditioners online have been kind of difficult. Oh, yeah, it's stressful. Yeah. I just did it I, for looking for a hypo. And the prices are astronomical. So what I noticed, I did, uh, okay, I didn't do full-on research, guys. You nope. did a little bit. Just a little bit. I just wanted to, like, compare. A sprinkle, sprinkle. A sprinkle, sprinkle of prices, right? And so what it looks like is, like, the the non-specialty made shampoos that have been kind of, like, steady have only gone up in, like, price, like, a couple bucks. What do you mean non-specialty shampoos? So, like, you were looking at, I don't want to say non-specialty, but, like, the stuff that's more, like, common made in America or, like, you know that they've been gradually raising their prices over years. No, there was I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so, for example, uh, Best Shot. Okay. Best Shot from... 2022 to 2023 really only went up like two bucks for oh, like nice. yeah so that's that um so you're just talking about like maybe like a shampoo i will know because shamp- best shot has that spa line but just kind of like yeah but their spa line <sighs> their spa line like comes and goes like no they don't change their scents i'm uh-uh. thinking of i'm thinking of they add holiday scents but their spa line is and that's not what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of, um, what's the purple bottle? It's Hydra? Purple. Hydra, yeah. They always have, like, different spa lines that are coming out. They have their standard stuff, but they have different spa lines Well, I know out. that they're expanding hardcore. They have additives now that you can add to your uh-huh. shampoo. Yeah. So cool. I don't believe in any of that shit. <laughs> Why? Because additives, like... I just don't believe in additives. Like, is it additives that you add to, like, the bottle, or you add the additives to, like, what you're mixing? What you're mixing. Oh, okay. Well, then that's kind of okay, because then you don't need preservatives. I don't know. I'll have to look into that. It's yeah, just... they're, like, singular shots, you know, to make your shampoo better, or, like, add something fun to your shampoo, mm. something like that. But, yeah, no, it's, like, a singular use, I believe. I do like how they're kind of adding, like, human-grade stuff. I wouldn't say human-grade, but, like... The human you, idea. The human idea they're adding into because yeah, they use kind of humanizing. They the have shampoo. like a micellar water that I love for yeah. like tears. I stains. looked it up. It was twenty dollars. Yeah, because I was gonna buy it, and I was like, mm. it lasts a long time though. Maybe next time. I just was on a super tight budget. Yeah, no, I know. But um, but you're thinking of like basic line shampoos. So like your best shot. Your um. Ugh. So, like, canine aloe shampoo, like, their 300 milliliter bottle only went up about two bucks, too. Yeah, but I wouldn't put them in the category of best shot, though. No, but what I'm saying is, like, th- like I think that they're... They... they <sighs> I think you've mentioned this like a couple years ago. Like if you're trying to fight inflation, inflation will always rise. So you always need to raise your prices. Yeah. Like you've mentioned that like, tons of times and you want to do that 
every year or gradually every two years. Yeah. So that way it's not like a big jump. And I think a lot of these companies, um, they just like went overnight. It feels like, well, some didn't, but some did. And what I'm seeing is I know for a fact, like the prices of hardware went up astronomical and I don't know the ins and outs of hardware like I don't know steel prices I don't know like the standard steel prices I don't know like the components I don't know like oh you're talking about like the tools the tools yes clipper blade oh my god (laughs) yeah because like when I was checking things in Pasadena I'm getting a blade that I'm thinking is like $30 and it went up to like 60 bucks that's like a hundred percent jump. That's what I'm thinking, right? Yeah. And I'm like, f- fuck, right? So then, like a five in one that you're supposed to replace monthly, right? Yeah, you're supposed to. Yeah. We've got time for that. That went from twenty four dollars to thirty three. Did you write down the year? Yeah, twenty twenty two five in one blade. It was twenty eight ninety nine, and twenty twenty three prices is thirty three ninety nine quadruped like what you used to use for your de-shedding mm-hmm. a leave-in conditioner yeah 2020 prices 34.99 a gallon it was decent yeah that's a that's a good price 2023 prices is 50.25 holy shit you know wait what was 33 dollars 34.99 so about 35 dollars yeah okay okay in 2020 so in three years it went up to $50? Like $51, yeah. Holy crap. Uh-huh. I wonder what the percentage of that is for the jump. I have no idea. Yeah, we're not good at math. No. A math ain't mathin'. So, like, yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. Like, the prices, we're feeling it. That's insane. Well, I'm not feeling it because I'm not buying the shit, but... No, I'm feeling it because um, one of my clients is now needing a hypoallergenic shampoo. And so... I used to use B3, why bitch, the sugar scrub, right, for faces. I used to buy that. And And just use it all over. And just use it all over when I needed to use it for a hypo. So it was dual, Uh you know? It's good. I like it. I do, too. And I had some leftover, so I was using it on her, and I finished it. So I went to repurchase it. Tell me why a gallon was, like, $70. That's a lot, I don't think I was paying $70 a couple years ago. For a gallon? Yeah. B3 has always been expensive. Yeah, but I don't recall it being that expensive. Or maybe it went up a little bit more than 70 But I remember it being... Maybe I'm just looking at prices differently. Yeah, because now that you're... Because I thought you were th- talking about, like, the smaller bottle. Because the smaller bottle going up, like, a ridiculous amount. The small bottle is expensive. But B3 has always been expensive. No, they have. And it was kind of like a little indulgence, but I just don't remember it being so much. I think in your mind that when a number, like, do you have an aversion to odd numbers or like no. even numbers? Mm-mm. So like if it was like $72 originally and then it went up to $76, you're like, <gasps> no, that's not that big of a jump. No. But like in your mind it is or something? No. Because mm. I remember their gallons being really expensive. Yeah, but I don't know. 
I just don't remember it being... Because, like, the prices are different at different places. And I think Love Groomers, where I haven't shopped there since they changed... The ownership? Ownership. I believe it's $80 there. Because I was kind of like, well, maybe if it's cheaper. (laughs) And it was not. But I believe it was... Let me see. I'm looking... Oh no, it's sixty six ninety five. But yeah, I think. But yeah, I didn't realize Best Shot went up, but. But it only went up yeah, two bucks. A couple bucks. But they always go up. Like a well, dollar here and there. Yeah, I mean it's expensive. Expected for products to. Go up, yeah. right? But like that one for the quadruped that's a huge jump this is my thing is like there should always be a base price right and i think like the hardware and like the tools and stuff like that that bothers me because it starts getting a little kind of um what is the term where greedy it gets kind of greedy because it's like okay so let's say like for example Let's say, for example, like in 2000, in 2007, 2009, the price of um, 925 uh, sterling silver went so drastically down. So, like, if you wanted to get jewelry that was sterling silver, like really good quality sterling Mm -hmm. silver, it was not that cheap to produce. It wasn't that cheap, like, labor-wise. Or, it was cheap to produce. It was cheap labor-wise. And, like, you can get, like, all this artistic jewelry, right? And that's why there was, like, a big trend. But, like, um, I was selling this jewelry, and like, the fucking silver was so cheap. Like, it was so cheap. It was, like, single digits depending on, like, I want to say gram. I don't know. But the, um, the, the, the thing that they get was like nine dollars nice. but they would make these rings that were not like were just silver and it would be like a hundred and eighty dollars for this simple ring and i remember i got gifted this beautiful rose ring which got stolen and jacked for me by a crackhead <laughs> Right? But that ring, the rose ring, which was this beautiful sterling silver rose ring, and it was heavy, was like $500. So they gave it to me because, like, I won something. I also was fucking one of the sales associates (laughs) who, he was like the sales representative, and he's like, you won this. And I had fucked him a couple times. But he was, like, the seller. Like, he would go around and be like, here, sell my jewelry here's the jewelry you know yeah he worked for that company (laughs) um did you get like free tattoos because you were fucking someone too no see i ended up fucking the tattoo artist after he had done my tattoo so i paid in full and then when i stopped fucking him and started getting the tattoo again i was in a like a serious relationship so he's like you have to pay for this you know yeah lame yeah I missed my mark there. Yeah, you did. You, <laughs> you did don't, it wrong. Don't fucking... Yeah, I'm... I'm <laughs> you I did was, it backwards. I was really bad. Yeah. So... <laughs> so, yeah, that's, like... 
so like I don't I don't I like I get I understand if like the price of steel and like components are like going up because of like the nature of the world but a part of it has to be a little bit of greed too though so then that's the thing though is like at what point when things started getting more regulated or innovations start coming into play like okay well if there's going to be more um, manufacturing here in America why like why wouldn't the prices like reflect like what they're making you know it's not it's not going to it's gonna be green so like that five in one blade at some point if like all of the components to make your fucking five in one blade are like super dirt cheap because if it's u.s steel and we start like we have a lot of steel here but it has to go somewhere else to be processed if yeah. we're doing the processing here and making everything here it might be a little bit more affordable so it's, it's intended like, to but they're not going to lower the goddamn price i guarantee it but it's almost like they should bring factories back no there are that's what the i guess that's what's on the books i don't know for the stupid democratic presidential election they're like we're gonna have more manufacturing this is this is what we've already invested this is what we're investing in this year and this is like what's in like the like like, this is what's gonna happen and i'm like all right why is it thirty dollars thirty three dollars why is it thirty three dollars to get a five-in-one blade that you have to replace every month i know it's insane okay well i don't have to replace it because that's one of the things that i make (laughs) i make the boss I made her get a whole little clipper because uh-huh. I break mine all the time and I was not going to pay for a little clipper so I made the owner get a clipper like a Bavura yeah and then I make her get the five in ones because I'm not they don't leave the shop they're not mine yeah you can't take them home I don't take them home I'd be so tempted too they also have like a set of shears so if I forget my shears they're shitty they need to be uh sharpened but like there's shears and like stuff there so like if i don't want to bring any of my stuff like my good stuff yeah it's gross that's terrible i need to get my stuff sharpened so bad and i just don't know i don't have backup stuff anymore so i was like okay chris i need to get uh like at least one or two backup blades and like i just need a backup shear because all my shears need to be um yeah every single piece of stuff that i have exactly so i'm like and especially like when you're sending them out to the sharpeners it's taking forever to get back oh yeah we had a shipment get lost um and then a week after so for a week after it was due to arrive we hadn't received it yet and so i reached out to the seller and was like hey you know like i don't know if you can see what's going on your end if they lost it or if it's just going to be late and he was like oh it says you know like they lost it and I was like oh okay so they immediately sent me out a new package and the next day we got our package so now we have like a year's worth of shampoo for the kids and like I would usually if it was a small company I'd say something but it's big corporations so yeah fuck them I'm just gonna take my free shampoo yeah <laughs> that's awesome but yeah so I don't know. I'm scared to send out my stuff. My grandmother's package might be lost that she sent out for the kids a little over a week ago. And she lives in California. Like It should be here Southern, in like two days. Uh, yeah, max. Mm-hmm. I've had it literally delivered the next day. Mm-hmm. 
so I don't know what's going on with our mailing system out here. So I'm, I'm like, and you can't, I don't trust anybody here locally. Some dude like hit me up because he saw, I saw his van drive by and I was in my trait, like my trailer. Yeah, I was towing my trailer because I was coming home from work and I, he immediately texted me and I'm just like, oh, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Yeah. And like the sharpener that we have used in the past. Terrible. Ruined my shears. No, but like the other one. They've all ruined them. Every single one. Okay, well, the <laughs> last sharpener that my old coworker used that just left, uh-huh. it took her two months to get her stuff back. It's terrible. Yeah, and he's local. Technically local. Like Who was it? In Battleborn Sharpening, Nevada. Oh, I thought you meant local to Vegas. No, he's not local to Vegas. But no, he's I know. Like, I thought that's what you were talking about. But yeah, no, I know who you're talking it about. It was like priority shipping, and she's like, "Where's my stuff? It's been months." Um, and then so she didn't. She had backups, but she didn't want to send the other backups to that person. Yeah. And I was like, okay, the shears were fine when they came in, but it took forever. Dang. And if you're backed up. Like, I'm not asking for communication. Like, no, I'm asking for communication. This is my livelihood. Oh, no, no, no. Not when, like when you send it out and stuff like that. She didn't know when it was sent out. She doesn't know anything. There was no tracking back. It was, like, really unprofessional. Um, and I was like, that never happened to us. Like, well, that yeah. didn't happen to me the last time I sent my stuff out. It was, like, two days. He worked on them two days, and then he sent them back. And it yeah, was like two-day shipping. Usual. Yeah, so it was, like, a week. No problem. But, I don't know. I guess he had been backed up. I don't know. I don't know his business, but like, yeah, that's that. She was scared, so I'm like, okay, well, now what do I do? Yeah. And then if you send it to the actual company, which I have been doing, like that takes weeks though. It does, but you get that like insurance. Yeah, but I've had when I sent my stuff used to do that. I used to do that too. Yeah. Kenshi would always take at least a month. Yeah, Kenshi takes forever. Um, yeah, but guy, remember they sent you new shears, they sent you brand new shears because they lost your shears. No, that happened to another groomer. That wasn't Uh-oh. me. That was Manda. Yeah. Um, yeah, they lost her stuff completely. Sensi's, well, the one thing I do like about Sensi is they always send you a pre-stamped package so that you can use that for your next sharpening so you never pay for shipping. Yeah. I do like that. Yeah. Um, but they take a hot second, too. Yeah, because they're not, um, like, company. They're contracted out. They're yeah. individual um, sharpeners. Yeah, something about Edge. Something Edge or something. It's It depends. They're, it's Sensi's um, approved sharpeners. So yeah. it's, like, they're approved sharpeners, but it doesn't matter. It, it depends on where your location is. But, yeah, it's hard. Finding good sharpener is hard. Yeah, and I don't want to learn how to do that. No, because the equipment's very expensive. You have to have the proper equipment. Yeah. It's not like those things that you see in Pet Edge, those stones. It's not like that yeah. at all. Do not, oh my God, do not do that. Those will ruin your gear, like your tools so fucking quick. And it's crazy to think like, okay, well... There's a fine line of, like, 
because we're so hard on our tools, there's a fine line of how how much you can blame on the sharpener. You are hard on your stuff. I get compliments on my stuff. Don't have nicks. I don't have any nicks. It's been years, dude. Why do you hold on to the past so strongly? Mm-mm. Just because I flipped a couple <laughs> and dropped a couple? Like, God. <laughs> You've only been grooming like two years longer than I have, and you're like, oh, I saw you the first year grooming, and you just like. No, I'm pretty positive I was grooming a lot longer by the time you were a groomer. No, only two years. I don't think that's right. When did you start grooming? 2012. No, I was grooming about like three years. You started grooming in 2010, right? No. When did you? When did you graduate high school? Two thousand eight, and you started grooming. Two thousand um, no, April of two thousand nine. Okay, there you go. Started grooming, so I had a whole year before two thousand ten, almost a whole year of grooming. Yes. So that would be you're grooming two years longer mm-hmm. than me if I started in two thousand twelve. That's three years: nine, ten, eleven. That's three years. You said you started grooming a full year in 2010. No, my, it went from 09 to 010. That's a year. Okay. So you've groomed three years. Yes. So you went from a baby groomer to not a baby groomer and then you make fun of the baby groomer. No, no, no. You're still a baby groomer until you hit like five years. Okay. See. And then once you hit five years and you, you, up, you're I was told a first, teenage groomer. First, I was told the first two years you're a baby groomer, and then yeah. two years after two years you're a teenager. No, much a I don't see it that way. Like you need to be grooming for like five years to really get a good feel. You know what I mean? So that's like baby. You're still baby. And then five plus five to ten years your teenage groomer no i don't know probably two years is baby groomer which apparently if you use baby groomer people don't like it really yeah there was a whole fucking thread about it on Hmm. on facebook that baby groomer was bad really i want to know the like how the content like why is it derogatory? I want to know. I love it. It's probably it. unprofessional. I think that was the whole thing. It's just unprofessional to be calling yourself a baby groomer. And it's like, we're not saying this, like, in front of our clients. This is, like, talk, shop talk, you know? Even if I did say that in front of my clients, I'm just telling them, like, hey, what you want is a little bit out of my, <laughs> you know, yeah. skill set. Yeah. don't hate me for it (laughs) yeah exactly god damn but so you want to get into the main topic oh my god we're getting Uh, into topics probably not because we've already been doing this for an hour you're a bitch we used to do like three hours i know i know i know let's do stories and they've been sitting here since january oh fuck yeah so don't hate us. I know, right? <laughs> Here. You don't want to read it? Oh, sure. I can read it. I'm not the greatest at reading, but I can read it for nostalgia. Okay. It says... God damn, it's been so long since they've done this. This is from Carla. She didn't say to stay anonymous. Um, it says, hi, Vanessa and Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> I did not pre-read this, so this is going to be terrible. I've been listening from England, UK. 
started from the beginning, so currently I'm only up to the first Xmas. So I have a funny story. When I was training nine years ago, I was doing some work experience at a private salon with two lovely ladies. I was drying this Portuguese water dog after the bath with a stand dryer and a slicker. I did not realize the belly strap was lightly rubbing his penis as I was brushing out the body. Ew. (laughs) Is this going where I think it's going? So you can guess what happened next. (laughs) Yes, in his pleasure, he let himself go all over the table. The belly strap and my hand, arm, and cheek. <gasps> oh my god. Face shot by yes. a Portuguese water dog. Those she are awful a, dogs, too. She had a facial. Yeah, at least the ones that I've groomed, they've never been, like, super great. Um, it was the most disgusting thing I've ever experienced in the salon, but the lady I was working with found it hilarious, and looking back, I can definitely see the funny side. However, at the time, I was just gagging and repeat, repeating, I need a tissue. I need a tissue. Everybody, somebody, get me a tissue. <laughs> it's not like you can just walk away either. You have no, to. No, you have a dog right have a there. Dog on the table. You can't leave it. Honestly, I think I would have just fucking like left. I would have been like, I'm getting a tissue. Someone will take responsibility of this dog. That is so foul. I couldn't imagine washing semen off my face. That wasn't given to me by my husband. <laughs> Ew, like dog semen. Ugh, that's making me sick. The smell. Uh, ugh. <laughs> So gross. Oh my god. You went pale so quick. Oh yeah, that's I couldn't imagine. Oh my god, that's that is I think that's like one of the worst stories we've had. Yeah. Yeah. And anyways, hope you have a happy new year, Carla. That is I couldn't like I'm just imagining because semen when you're trying to wash it off, it gets that like slimy feel. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, it feels like it's never going to wash off. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but I like when it comes off because then your face feels kind of cool underneath because it was hot shot to your face. (laughs) (laughs) It's been so long since I've had a facial. Um, But, like, I feel it on my hands when I'm washing my hands. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it gets tackier because the water's starting to mix with it, and you're like, why? Yeah, and, like, it has, like, a slimy feel. I'm just imagining that, but dog semen. Ew. You know what I mean? Like, it looks the same, but, like, it's different because it came from but my just dog. just think about the fact that, like, what if that was, like, your first or second dog? And, <gasps> and then you have to smell that all day on your face. Yeah, you can't, like, go shower, because you need a shower. Oh, a hot, scrubby shower. Yeah. Like, bleeding, scrubby shower. Yeah. yeah, the shame. Oh, my God. The rocking back and forth. The crying. Mm-hmm. I would have felt violated. I feel violated just thinking just, about it. Yeah, just, like, thinking of it, that's disgusting. I couldn't imagine. I think I would have been, like, can you wash this off me? <laughs> like, that's how we would have started our friendship. <laughs> can you prick me with this needle? Exactly. Instead, it's like, can you wash the semen off my face? Can you? Can you please? May 20th, it's been sitting in here. That's not too bad. No. Okay, so this one is from Brianna. So, she says, So, first off, I adore this podcast, and I've been listening to On My Way to Work, an hour drive just to get to work. 
fuck. It helps the drive go by faster and has inspired me to become a better groomer. Oh, love that. I love that for you. Stop lying to our face. I mean, I know, keep right? lying to our faces. <laughs> I remember one of you said you wanted to become the best pet groomer for dogs that are pets and it inspired me to do the same. I believe that was me. <laughs> once upon a time ago once upon a time ago I'm a different person now <laughs> no I'm just kidding um, I think honestly like I think I achieved that goal yeah I do I believe it yeah so now I have nothing to aspire to no actually I kind of want to get better at my Bichons but I think I do a, a decent job but I kind of want to harness it but anyways, enough about me. <laughs> um, I remember one of you said you want to become the best pet groomer for dogs that are pets, and it inspired me to do the same. I really do love that. Okay, so the story is, last week, my coworker had her headphone headphones in, and I caught her dropping it down while washing a dog in the tub. I laughed and started to also do a goofy dance while I had a small dog in my arms cute so picture one groomer busting it down and the other dancing goofy like squidward from spongebob <laughs> that's funny you because know, he does the arms yeah okay um the dog in my arm is having the time of their life and so we are so are we just being silly <laughs> I'm terrible. I feel something is off, so I look over and see a customer looking at us. As soon as I make eye contact, they look away, and I look... I took the walk of shame up front after I put the dog in the kennel. I gave them their paperwork, and they didn't even look me in the eyes. Aw, I bet that person's a buzzkill. I told them, here is your paperwork. I'm going to go to the back to grab your dog and die inside from embarrassment oh they just nodded and went to pay i gave them their dog with a smile but the lady quickly got her dog and left i went to, to tell my co-worker and me and her were laughing for almost two minutes straight thanks <laughs> Uh, thanks for taking the time to read my story. Wish me luck because I'm going to start my own salon in the next year and a half. Aw, that's so awesome. The hour long drive is definitely getting old, but your podcast makes it easier. Aw, that's so sweet. Thank you. And then we ditched her (laughs) because we took a break. For a couple months. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It can't be more embarrassing than Vanessa with a full-on burrito in her mouth. Oh, yeah. Literally closing the door on customers. Yeah. Because she's not ready to talk to them. No. Well, no. He was staring at me while I was shoving the burrito down my mouth. Yeah, but I just... The face... Vanessa, the the bitch-ass face that you made. (laughs) Because you're eating the burrito. Yeah, I'm inhaling it. And... You're getting so mad. It it was morning time, wasn't it? No, it was lunch. I think it was lunch. It was time when we weren't expecting customers. Some, no, it was looked pretty busy in there. He was waiting. Like, there was a couple people in the lobby. But it was, you were on lunch, so you were not going to approach this person. No, I was had a dog on the table. And I was trying to inhale my food in between grooming because we were busy that day. 
You looked so angry when you were closing that door. It was so Yeah, I just, so like, closed it because funny. you're staring at me. Like, look somewhere else. Like, why are you staring at me eat this burrito? It's not a free show. Yeah, I'm sorry you got embarrassed by your Squidward dance, but I don't think Vanessa's, like, ever embarrassed about the bullshit that she does. No. And gets caught. It sounds like that person might have been a buzzkill. Sounds like it, yeah. Because if they couldn't have been like, ooh, the girls looks like you're having a great time. I'm her. And they're just like, ugh. You're shameful. Like, fuck that lady. There's, like, the front staff. They always come by. I have headphones on Uh 24-7. It's too loud in there. So I'm, like, twerking or I'm, like, dancing. And they come up and creep up behind me and scare the shit out of me on a weekly basis. And they laugh. Exactly. That person doesn't have fun at parties. No. That sucks. They have seltzer water. Ew, no. They have LaCroix. That has, like, a hint, a smell of flavor. They have the worst flavor of La Croix. <laughs> Which would that be? I don't know. I like the blood orange one, though. Lime is the only tolerable one. Yeah, because it tastes good with alcohol. There you go. All right, guys. Well, that is it. I loved those stories. Those were good, solid stories to start us off with. Yeah, totally up our realm. Yeah, exactly. The complimenting, the jizz, the dancing, the prospects. It's awesome. Yeah, I wish you the best. Yes, I hope it's going well. Because when was this set? In May? So she hasn't started her salon yet, but it'll be there but anyways all right we are out till next time send us your stories at www.shitonthetables.com you could also get your merch there follow us on facebook and instagram at shit on the table tell your friends to listen to us at spotify itunes and google play and amazon music uh, those were our last two stories so if you want to hear more stories then you got to send your stories in sorry we were gone for a minute we're back in action yeah I think this might... Are we going to take another break? We might. I feel like your face is saying that. I think we might go on a break, guys. (laughs) We do what we want when we want. Right? Do what I want when I really, really want. You know, because the Spice Girls. Sorry. Telling me what you want, what you really, really want. Ah, my boobies are sweating. Oh, it is so hot in your house. I know. It's like Satan's percolated butthole. (laughs) 